And welcome back to the Constitutionals Podcast. I'm your host, Chad White. If you didn't know, this is the 200th episode for the premiere podcast for the website, cpluscomedy.com. Like I just said, it's a website. Go there. That's right. Almost a mistake, but no mistakes this time on episode 200 of a show where I sit down in front of a mic and I talk and I talk and I talk and I talk and I talk. Here we are. I can't believe we made it this far. I was just uh, on the um, C Plus Comedy website, which <laughs> I like the way it looks. And thank you, Squarespace, for the template, the free template that I pay for every month. <laughs> but it's not free. That means I pay for it. However, and yet... It's a it's a horror site to get around. Good lord, I can't even like search an episode of the Constitutionals. I have to use the keywords that I type in. I just I just want to type in episode one. So what I did was I just typed in the Constitutionals on the search thing, and then it brought up random episodes of Constitutionals. So I scrolled down to the earliest one, which for some reason it didn't bring me one through fourteen. So I had to scroll down to fifteen, which was also halfway through the page. And not the bottom, where 122 was for some reason. And I had to go all the way back. Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous, baby. <laughs> That's a very good song. I'm not joking. Listen to the lyrics. If they don't like it, because they're always complaining, if they don't like it, then they're going to rob them. <laughs> okay. Anyway, 200. Here we are. Uh, Friday, April 9th. It's a long time coming. I think the last two winters, I just uh, stopped doing this show (laughs) without any some type of uh, warning. So I probably would have reached 200 maybe January, February this year. But I just, you know, uh, this show is so dependent on God, you know, business news. And uh, during that time, I don't want to do, I don't do lists. I don't do top 10 lists. I just do suggestions now. And uh, yeah, this show, this show and news time single-handedly ruined my love of lists. As if there was one before. If you hear uh, something that sounds like a giant, like a, like a what? I'm watching the Masters. It is on the television in the living room. I'm currently in the dining room. And they are fairly close to each other. So <laughs> I did turn it down. Uh, but, you know, I just want to leave it up because it's golf. So if you hear a whack, I'm not outside in the Serengeti. I'm not traversing the Amazon, slashing my way through with my machete, slashing the branches and the leaves and the grass. I'm at home with the masters on. Now, if you do hear a rumbling coming from outdoors from my side, it, uh, it is, in fact, an elephant running by. <laughs> episode 200. So I was looking at episode one. Also, the air is on. Who, gives a, who cares? And the cat's behind me taking a little nap. But she did get up earlier and shake her little head because uh, of those ear mites. <laughs> and... Uh, let me fix my hair. And uh, 
it, it, it jingled her little bell. So I thought, I don't know if this is going to work. I mean, I know it's going to work because I just listened to it. Um, but I just want to listen to like a, like a couple of seconds of the original episode. Now, mind you, I listened to one minute and 50 seconds already. So let's, uh, let's take this little on a spin. I was thinking of just making it down to two podcasts instead of having three. Oh, this is me describing <laughs> from episode one why I would why I'm doing the show. Previously, I had alone time, which was just me sitting alone, basically doing a 15 minute version of this. And then there was also intimate conversations, which is me one on one with somebody talking about their life. And then there was the Chad White podcast, which was this, but with three people, with two other people. They got to be so tough scheduling wise that I decided to boil all those down in this episode. This this episode is one episode to this podcast. And apparently I have another podcast, but let's keep going. And mixing up intimate conversations and alone time. This is the result of that. Should not scream probably. This is the result of that. You know, I got this nice microphone and I got some headphones, some cans, as we'll call them. Turn up the cans, as the rappers say. And uh, no rappers say that. Shut up, computer. Probably should have muted everything. And uh, so, I mean, it's, as you can as you can hear, it, uh, it sounds <laughs> as though I've not changed from the meandering person that I am. Those are dog barking. Ruining the 200th episode. <laughs> it ruined five minutes ago when it started. Here we go. Decided to make it into one little podcast called Alone Time. Just, uh, just get rid of intimate conversations and just call it Alone Time. Me, one other person, mostly me, and uh, we'll just. I don't think that one other stuff. person thing has ever happened. <laughs> and so, what am I getting into? I don't want to waste any more time. Uh, after a preamble like that, there'd be a theme song, but I don't have a theme song yet. I will look for one. I'll have to buy the rights to it, and then I will use it. That never happened. That's how. Songs work. That's what I did for the news time theme song, which I, I love. I did buy so the rest much. Of that. I bought it on a website called Audio Network back before their prices went up. Oh wow, their prices went up at least three times in the in the course of C plus comedy's life. Isn't that interesting? Anyway, I just thought that was nice to listen to me talk for a little bit. <laughs> if you want to check out the first episode, uh, pay me money. Because it costs money to throw these things up and uh, keep them up. Uh, <laughs> it's true. I gotta, I gotta pay server fees, not server fees, but storage fees, hosting fees, all that stuff. And if I made money, baby, I, 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 I gotta keep it up. Instead of the last ten episodes, I keep that messed up all the time. Oh my gosh, the uh, mouse fell asleep. There we go. So we are still doing constitutionals. I'm glad to do it. Glad to have a little outlet. Uh, that's what I was telling my therapist on Tuesday. Glad to have an outlet such as uh, constitutionals and news time. I don't like the name of the constitutionals. Uh, but you know what? It was something else when I first started the show. I don't remember what it was. And then I thought, uh, I like truly, constitutionals popped in my head. And I went, whoa, we gotta do it. I got I to do the constitutionals. That's a funnier name. Oh, I'm also wearing a podcast-themed shirt. 
I only own two, and they were both given to me. One was a birthday gift, and the other was uh, because of a subscription, the subscription to the Never Not Funny podcast, and they just and they gave you shirts because you subscribe for you know however many months in a row. Uh, but this first one comes from, and I I never I don't want to buy podcast stuff. I don't like I like I don't like supporting them that way. I'll go to the shows. Uh, but at some point, and this goes the same thing for stuff that I like on it. This goes for anything that I like. If I buy the shirt and then something happens where I lose the fandom, I still have the shirt and I'm so embarrassed by it. It's a very true thing. But the shirt, if you're watching the video, comes from, that says not feeling it and it has a chicken on it. And it comes from Pete Holmes. My friend gave it to me. Uh, and I love the shirt. But again, I don't like to buy podcast stuff. Because I do, I lose, I lose fandom all the time for things, and maybe I'm not a real fan, but <laughs> that's why that's why I, I keep the things I like uh, close to my chest instead of telling the people about them. Because at some point, and it had to ha- it happened in the last year. It happens with things, stuff that comes from the internet mostly. Uh, but <laughs> geez, Louise. You can't like everything. I'm not. I'm being vague about the thing that happened too, but I've talked about on the show. (laughs) It's been a topic of the show, Uh, so go back and listen to it. Oh, you can't, because I don't pay for the hosting fees. But you can go to the website and just you know look through the episode. Two hundred. I guess 10 minutes up top was great. Is good enough about it. So let's move on to uh, the three stories that I wrote down this week. See, that was a, that was a thing about um, this episode. Because I knew it was coming for three weeks, three or four weeks. So I could have planned something. But uh, I was so unsure of what I was going to do. And then this Monday hit. And uh, then Wednesday hit, and then Thursday hit, and I only had one thing on the topic list, on the uh, Notion topic list for C plus com- or for the Constitutionals under C plus Comedies folder. Uh, this is just if I die, uh, you know where to find the notes for, for C plus Comedy between my drive and my Notion list. <laughs> Notion's hard to figure out. If you if you like uh, if you like note taking and you like uh, making tables and stuff and you like getting into the minutia of that stuff, go to Notion. Notion is tough. Notion's a very tough thing to get a grasp of. And there's like whole YouTube videos where people are sharing like 20 minute, 30 minute, 40 minute ways, like videos of how to work Notion. And uh, it's just so hard. And now that I got all this free time. <laughs> what was I talking about? And that's what this show should be called 200. Uh, and, and, you know, it's just, it was just so difficult to, to find stories. And so I thought, okay, well, maybe I should do something, uh, for the, for the show, like something special. Uh, I thought about re-releasing the first episode and then I thought about re-releasing, uh, releasing, well, yeah, re-releasing because they were on an existing RSS feed at one point. Um, re-releasing uh, Alone Time or the Chad White podcast and that just felt lazy because I did want to record an episode even though it is now almost 5 o'clock East, Eastern Time on Friday when the show usually comes out. 
I like on video, it'd usually be out by now. <laughs> so here we are doing 203 news stories that I think are pretty substantial enough. So let's get into the first one. This comes from Variety, written by Jordan Moreau. Top Gun Maverick, Mission Impossible 7, among... Those aren't the same movies. There's a comment between Maverick and Mission. <laughs> but that would be a good movie. Top Gun Maverick, Mission Impossible 7. Oh my gosh. I can already... That it. I can already see it. Uh, among latest Paramount delays. So because of the pandemic, movie uh, companies have been shuffling their their releases and everything. I'm going to take a little pause. There is a movie theater by me that opened up, I want to say, a month or a week or so before the pandemic really hit. I think it was like a, like a week or two before the pandemic really hit, before Atlanta, before March 16th, Atlanta shut down. And uh, I, rem- I remember I told you I, I, that Sunday, I said, you know what? I'm going to get this pandemic looks serious. <laughs> I'm going to see one more movie before everything closes. I'm going to go see the invisible man. And then those women sat behind me and were uh, loud and uh, just talking. And this is after <laughs> this is after the uh, I think it was either the CDC or Dr. Anthony Fauci who was uh, rising to prominence. But they were they said, uh, should we wear a mask? And also, maybe we should stay away from each other. And I took it to heart and I said, we should stay away from each other. And everybody in the theater was sitting nice, nicely, nicely spaced. Everybody was nicely spaced. So these women came in and sat behind me. Then I got up, walked forward three, three aisles, three aisles, three levels. I don't, that's worse than aisles. And three rows. And I sat down and made a big show of it. I was like, nah. I didn't do that. I just got up and walk three spots ahead uh so here we are and so so now there's this movie theater an amc that opened up near me walkable distance uh, on the atlanta's beltline trail i wouldn't say walk well, it is walkable i do walk that that stretch of the beltline all the time but uh i wouldn't say <laughs> it's a decision you have to think about do i really want to walk 15 minutes to this place yeah i mean i could you know, something like that. Or it's like 15, 20 minutes. Anyway, but it is walk. If I had a bike, I could ride it down there, be there in five. So it opened up like a week or two before the pandemic started. And I thought, oh man, that that's a perfect place to see a movie. This AMC, perfect place to see a movie. A nice Saturday morning movie. A year later, they're now open again. And uh, I'm thinking about going to the movies. <laughs> Now, I wouldn't do it on Saturday morning, and I wouldn't do it on because they're not open on Saturday mornings for some reason. I would, I don't even know, but the thing is, I don't know if they're open on Mondays either. I would go on Mondays, is what I'm trying to say. I was, I was planning out to see Nobody, starring Bob Odenkirk, uh, which is like John Wick, but if he was shorter and just as white. Uh, I was an older, a little bit older. So I, I was thinking about doing that. I am vaxxed up, baby. So Paramount has shifted its movies. I'm just going to rip off the bandit right now. Uh, Mission Impossible 7 is next May. And I've been waiting for this movie. I love Mission Impossible so much. 
I'm, I, I love it so much. And <laughs> I saw the screen light up, but I, I had a chance to turn down the volume, but who cares? Top Gun Maverick is going to November, so that's going to be a good fall movie. Winter movie. From its previous day of July 2nd. Mission Impossible is going from November 19th to May 2022. Mission Impossible 8 is moving to July 7th, 2023. Maybe it'll move up to May. Apparently the Memorial Day weekend is special for Mission Impossible because that's where every single one of them has uh, released. And um, But uh, the what, what's uh, Chris Pine's movie? Um, that is uh, The Tomorrow War. That was just bought by Amazon. And that had been in contention for uh, streaming release. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons with Chris Pine, Hugh Grant, and Reggie John, Reggie John Page is going to 2023. It was at 2022. Another jackass movie is moving from uh, September 2021 to October 2021. It's not that big of a push. And then uh, we got a G.I. Joe spinoff. Yes, the Channing Tatum G.I. Joe movie. Also, the sequel, the Dwayne Johnson G.I. The, the sequel where Channing Tatum was killed in the first 10 minutes. And then I thought, oh, they're going to bring him back. They're going to bring him back because like <laughs> the movie's about him. And then, uh, nope, it was just Dwayne Johnson, the rest of the movie. I believe so. I, I got G.I. Joe movie. Let me see. 2009. The Rise of Cobra. No, Retaliation. Rise of Cobra was the first one. I like them both. I don't care. <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> I just don't care anymore. Movies are fun. Oh, like Kong versus God, or Godzilla versus Kong. Oh, Jesus. I was waiting for that movie for ever. Like, they, I think they talked about it in like 2014. And I was waiting for that movie forever. Or they, no, they talked. It was before the Kong movie came out Kong and Skull Island, which I own. Oh, so good. Both so good. Uh, yeah, it was Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson's in this movie. And Bruce Willis. They killed him, and yes, because they're framed for, and then he kills Duke and other Joes using a heavy, <laughs> and then uh, Roadblock is the uh, the main character for the rest of the movie, Dwayne Johnson. It's a fine movie. Don't, what do you, oh, John M. Chu directed that. He also directed In the Heights. I like John M. Chu. He's a good guy. I don't know. Oh, he's doing Wicked. I want crazy rich Asians because he is a rich Asian. I don't know if he's crazy. <laughs> so all the movies have moved. Uh, a lot of tentpole films. I'll tell you that much. A lot of tentpole films. I, I guess you could call it. I mean, Top Gun Maverick is a sequel. I, and I guess you could call it original. I don't know what that is, but. Uh, oh, an untitled Ryan Krasinski, John Krasinski and Ryan Reynolds movies coming out in 2023. I'm sure it'll. Have so many people of color in it. So movies have to be shifted around. Next year it is uh, Jason Killar, whatever his name is for Warner Media, said that uh, all of the movies will be coming out in theaters and not on streaming. We've got. Um, oh man, I should have 
oh, this, sh- this topic should have been second. Whatever. We've got, uh, you know, in a, in a couple of minutes, we'll talk about Sony making a streaming deal with Netflix. Which is, I think, is a very good deal. Very, very good deal. Sony had a deal with uh, Stars, which I don't think makes sense. But I, I mean, I guess it brings eyes to Stars. Uh, but they, but they, there they got like Venom and Spider Man Far From Home and Spider Man uh, Homecoming and Spider Man. Uh, this movie is still full of white people <laughs> somehow in New York, and uh, it's like girls. Spider-Man is like girls. Tom Holland Spider-Man's like no, all the Spider-Mans are like girls. Uh I enjoy girls. I never want to watch it again. But I enjoyed my time with it and it was frustrating and 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 just over dramatic. Uh but I enjoyed my time. It brought it brought us Andrew Randles. Allison Williams. Zosha Mamet. Is her name Zosha? And the rest. <laughs> I enjoyed my time with girls. Never want to see it again. Never ever want to see it again. I didn't want to see a clip. I didn't want to be reminded that it came out. So we have all of these. Oh, oh, that's. Uh, we'll get to it in a second. Let's let's stop the movie talk and move on to a uh, screenwriter talk. This guy wrote a movie. Chris Terrio wrote uh, Justice League, and he wrote. Uh, Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. Now, if you go to the Vanity Fair, Anthony Brezican did a, a deep, extensive interview with this Chris Terrio man. He's a screenwriter, and he's pissed off. Justice League screenwriter Chris Terrio is super pissed off. I said each one of those words without putting them together in one sentence. I said it over the course of like three. So now the Snyder Cut is out. Uh, I don't think I've said that I watched it. Uh, it was great. I enjoyed my time with it. Uh, I would I would watch it again. I would watch it again, but in gray. Uh, I would watch it again in gray. <laughs> no, I really I really did enjoy my time with it. Um, and uh, so so that movie came out, and you know, lo and behold, it existed. And then before that, Justice League came out. That is that. That is the same movie. <laughs> but it Justice League came out. Uh, Batman v Superman came out. And that was, uh, again, like Justice League, chopped and screwed. 30 whole minutes were taken out. Were taken, were taken out of the movie. And the movie didn't make sense. And then in between all of that. Oh, and uh, but, but then after, after the fact, uh, Zack Snyder convinced Warner to release his director's ultimate cut. And the movie is good. So, in between that, we have, uh, oh God, Fisher. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry, Ray Fisher. Ray Fisher coming out and saying, "Hey, Joss Whedon wasn't nice." And then people, Warner's hemming and hawing for years, and uh, people are slowly starting to believe Fisher, and then a bunch of white girls from uh, Buffy last month say that that they were uncomfortable around Joss, and this happened around Joss, and then all of a sudden everyone believes Ray Fisher. Uh, I don't know how that happens. And uh, and so Ray Fisher was right. 
And then Warner stands by. They say, he's, no. And then, last week, a whole profile of Ray Fisher comes out where he goes into detail talking about, and then it's all, it's all confirmed. And, uh, and Josh said this, and then representat- representatives for people were like, yeah, yeah, this happened. And then this happened and this happened. And the only people who look bad in it are Warner Media, who also won't give me a job, Ray. So if you wanted to work on something, we can. You and me, brother. It'd be great. We'll make our own cyborg movie. And it'll be good. And you'll never have to say booyah. If you don't want to, I mean, the crowds, they'd love it. <laughs> so now uh, Terrio sat down with uh, Bergeson, is that his name? Over at Vanity Fair. Bresnikan. Bresnikan. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh, and I think it, it's, a, it's a very um, wide-ranging interview that covers all the, the, the stuff, good and bad. He does not blame Zack Snyder. He blames the studio. He uh, does not like Joss Whedon. He, uh, Terrio talks about how he got to work with Snyder, how he wasn't allowed on set, he wasn't banned, how, just how he wasn't allowed. Doesn't blame Snyder for anything, has a good relationship with Zack. And uh, I do feel bad for this guy. Oh, and then the original ending of uh, Batman v Superman was darker because... There's a at the end, Batman has a brand where he was branding villains early on in the movie. Bad guys. Uh, because again, this is a different Batman. And yes, he uses guns, and yes, he attacks people, but not everything has to be comic accurate. Unless you're Marvel and you cast all white characters. <laughs> no, but they put out Black Panther. It took a whole movie about a fake African nation to put some people of color in this in this universe. So, uh, they and then the original ending had him branding um, Lex Luthor, but instead he just but Batman just punched a wall and he branded the the prison wall. I re- look, I really enjoy Batman v Superman. That's a it's ultimate. The ultimate version is the only way I'll watch it from now on. And if I ever watched uh, the Zack Snyder's Justice League again, that'd be the only reason. That'd be the only way to watch that Justice League because that first one is not good. And I like everything. And I like everything. Man, I do like the Spider-Man movies. I, I was I'm, I'm making fun of them all the time, but uh, I don't think I like Tom Holland. You notice he never stars in movies uh, with people of color. So we, it's very true. Yeah, come look at his Wikipedia. Uh, if you, uh, the argument, he pushed back. He tried to fight back against Terrio, tried to fight back against uh, um, uh, uh, Warner. And I think his, you know, his friends, the his his friends didn't want to be associated with him. He says this in so many words. Didn't want to be associated with him. Um, after Justice League failed, uh, at first, I, this, this is what I said when I, I read this interview yesterday. I went, "Man, those are your friends." If they, if you think of how many bad movies Will Ferrell has made, you think his friend or uh, Adam Sandler, you think his, you think their friends go, "This was horrible." No, they just go, oh, "It was great, fine," or it, was, it didn't do so hot, whatever, and they move on, and they're still friends. 
if if I knew if I wrote a movie, let's say I I write uh, the Static Shock movie, which it's not happening with me, but <laughs> if I write the Static Shock movie, uh, and and it comes out and it does just it just bombs, the people I know will still like me. <laughs> like if anyone doesn't like you. If anyone you've known for years does not like you because a movie came out and it did not do well, Jesus. And then, and you know, one thing you can do to save face is to go, hey, they took the script. I wasn't allowed on set. The end. <laughs> Seriously, Chris, if you're listening or watching this, you don't need, you don't need those people. <laughs> you don't need those people at all. <laughs> Why didn't he remove his name, you might ask? He says, I think it would have created a whole wave of negative publicity that I think would have ruined, made the situation worse for the actors and all the craft people. I mean, was did Gal Gadot, Jason Momoa, J.K. Simmons, who was in there for a hot second, uh, uh, Ezra Miller, before he punched that woman, <laughs> he did punch a woman. I keep that in mind. Uh, Jesus. Uh, ben Affleck. Who else is in there? Uh, Joe Morton. What, were their lives made worse? Because Justice League came out? No. <laughs> so why would you remove your name? And why would you... Your friends suck. Chris, I'll be your friend. Okay, so now that the movie's out, now that Zack Snyder's version is out, uh, now you get to see the original vision. Yes, there are problems. Yes, there's so much... There's slow motion. Oh, if you... Oh. Oh, just, if you take out the slow motion, you'll have 30 more minutes. Who cares? You guys watched 28 movies where Iron Man said the S word. <laughs> and that was the joke. So there we go. And the last thing. Another movie thing. Oh, surprise, surprise. I talked about it already. <laughs> It's uh, Netflix getting the uh, POV, PVOD uh, streaming rights. Just call it streaming rights. The streaming rights to Sony's feature films and multi-year deal. Multi-year deal written by Mia Galupo over at the Hollywood Reporter. I applied. <laughs> I probably shouldn't talk about this. I applied to. Uh, the rap was advertising for a uh, 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 a reporter slash blogger on in, uh, in LinkedIn, and I. Um, I applied to it. I think I'd be good at it. I'd love to see my name in a byline. Also, it's fully remote, which is wonderful. So I don't have to move to Los Angeles. I was listening to... I don't listen to a lot of podcasts anymore. Uh, there's an episode, I think one or two episodes of this show, where I was purging podcasts or telling people or telling you know listeners about the podcasts I listen to. And it looks like it's finally about to rain. I was told it was going to rain all day today and all day on Saturday. And I get up and I, I go to the gym and I come home and I get my grocery shopping done. And I buckle in because I think it's going to rain. And it was sunny all day long. <laughs> uh, and I think the podcast, the, the amount of podcasts I listened to was 96. I think that was the highest number I got up to. And again, I fell out of fandom. I just, I just stopped caring about the people or whatever they were talking about. And uh, to date, 
I'm still chopping off podcasts here or there, but to date, I think I have like 42. And one of them is a video feed of an audio podcast. So I'm down to 41. And that's still too much. And like eight of them are news. <laughs> eight of them are news. And eight of them publish every day. I don't listen to them all every day. That's insane. But uh, yeah, I just uh, I just had to cut some of that stuff down. Anyway, get back to this. So the streaming rights are now moving from stars over to um, I, I keep wanting to say Showtime. Stars over to Netflix. And I think this is such a great move. That means Netflix, it's going to be, it's a five-year pact, and it's going to begin in 2022. Netflix is going to get Morbius, Uncharted, Bullet Train, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, the sequel to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. The Bad Boys movies. Jumanji movies, which is great. Also, one less reason to have stars. Although I don't pay for it. Oh, it's called Spider-Man No Way Home. I like that title. What was the second one called? Far From Home? And the first one was Homecoming. Oh! (laughs) Am I dumb? Am I stupid? Not only that... Sony has the chance to make streaming-only movies with this deal. Which I think is great. Sony does not... I mean, they could start their own streamer. Uh, I don't think they have the library to do it. (laughs) Please don't. I can't pay for another service. I know I don't have to. I choose to. Uh, But this is a smarter deal to bring... Their stuff to the biggest streaming platform uh, in the in the galaxy. Do you think aliens have Netflix? <laughs> you think uh, one day Netflix is going to release subscriber numbers and um, there's going to be like a, a bottom line, like a and then people are gonna be like, "Well, what are those numbers down there?" And then <laughs> and then Ted's going to be like, uh, "Ted's around is going to be like, well, those are uh, about." Uh, one to two million unaccounted for uh, accounts. Uh, we think those are business accounts. You know, people just, we think they're business accounts for businesses. And then uh, in actuality, they're all like aliens <laughs> streaming from uh, from space. They love uh, Enola Holmes. Speaking of movies about white people. How can you make a movie about the granddaughter, I think, of... Uh, I think Millie Bobby Brown is just overrated. Uh, she was the, oh God, she was the worst part of Godzilla versus Kong. Oh my God. I was ever, I was watching it with somebody and uh, every time this uh, Millie Bobby Brown and um, uh, Brian Tyree Henry, th- two people with three names that are overrated. Every time they popped up on scream, a uh, scream, I just, uh, I, I just turned to the person, you know, <laughs> that was with me. I was like, like oh, uh, you enjoy the movie so far? <laughs> you know, just, just try not to pay attention because, God, they were so freaking annoying. Ah. If, if uh, hey, Warner, if you want to cut some people out of movies. <laughs> <sighs> I, just heard a, I just heard a golf swing. 
Maybe it was Jordan Spieth. With the pack, Netflix will have access to new pipeline of first-run film offerings, including a steady supply of Marvel content, which has been out of reach for the streaming service since the launch of Disney+. Plus. I, I, I wonder if Sony uh, reached out to Disney. I know people would like to have their, uh, their uh, Marvel stuff in one place. I think that'd be easier, but I wonder if Sony reached out, or I wonder if Disney reached out to Sony, because in that, in that case, uh, Sony had the upper hand. But no one knew what was going to happen. And no one knew what was going to happen. Whoa, Paramount Plus. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, Paramount Plus stated that uh, some of its major theatrical titles, uh, and I served under um, major theatrical titles in the uh, Popcorn Wars, the Cinema Wars, the Streaming Wars. God. Oh, I had three chances. Three chances to get this one stupid joke right, and I didn't. Let's try it again. Uh, major theatrical title. Hold on, let's try it uh, at the top. And Paramount stated that some of its major theatrical titles, including Mission Impossible 7 and A Quiet Place 2, will debut on Paramount Plus 45 days after the big screen runs. I served under uh, major theatrical titles in the streaming wars. Cut that part out for Instagram, and they will never know that I messed it up in the first place. <laughs> Suckers. <laughs> the announcement notes that Sony's theatrical output will continue at its current volume. So they're going to have streaming movies. Excuse me? They're going to have streaming movies, and they're also going to have these uh, um, theatrical films. You know, this is how I think uh, Paramount should have done it. I don't think they have the legs for for uh, Paramount Plus. I am a subscriber. Everybody needs uh, some type of outlet, and this just secures a way for Sony to have uh, the the reach. Stars was Stars. It was great to have things on Stars, uh, but. St- but stars is not something that people actively go out and buy, and especially after they cancel American Gods. All that sex and violence. It's a good show. And uh, the girlfriend experience, which I watched one episode of, but it's still in my list. The streamer will have the ability to license the rights to select titles from Sony's library, which includes Columbia's nearly century-old catalog, as well as other studio labels. TriStar. I was just looking, I was just on TriStar's Wikipedia page this morning uh, for um, uh, my two dads. I think I was watching Mad About You, and then you know so I was looking at Paul Reiser, whatever. Uh, TriStar, <laughs> Sony Picture Classics, and Screen Gems. Oh, and this is not the first time that Netflix and Sony have teamed up. They have a pre-existing output deal for Sony Picture Animation titles. There was a time a couple of years ago where Sony said they were going to recut R-rated movies for uh, family audiences. And everybody freaked out. Everybody was like, no, 
no, no, no, no. That's not how you do it. Do not recut our movies. And they didn't end up doing it. But this is one of the better moves. All right, that's all I have to say on this. <laughs> listen, this is episode 200 of the Constitutionals Podcast. If you want to watch or listen to the other 199, if you want to watch, if you want to watch any episode, past episode 64, I believe, was the first video version. Cpluscomedy.com or youtube.com slash cpluscomedy. That's where everything is. Also on youtube.com slash cpluscomedy. You can see our premiere show, News Time, where it's the daily show except less funny. The This week's episode is about... God, I had to, I'm sorry, I had to push an episode, uh, which is good. It's good that I had to push this episode, but I don't remember what this episode was about. This week's episode is, uh, oh, cable news. Cable news. And the, their first quarter with Joe Biden as president. Good man, I voted for him. And if you don't like it, you can get it. You can get it. Uh, it's a, it's a funny episode, mostly because I have so much time to write and it still comes out on Wednesdays when it's supposed to come out on Mondays. Yeah. What else? What else? What else? What else? Instagram, Twitter, at Seaplus Comedy, me, Instagram and Twitter, at Chat Black White. Like us on Facebook, review, rate this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Stitcher. Tune in. Spotify. Everything else. Thank you for listening. You're the best. I'll see you in another hundred. Goodbye. <laughs>